0: are listening to Work at Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, and most importantly, stay sane while you do it. All right. So let's talk ear aches and ear infections. I feel like that's something that is really common with a lot of babies and kids, Um, even kids into their teenage years. um, There's a lot of different factors that could make, you know, that could contribute to them having continual ear aches and ear problems and of course that happens even into adulthood i feel like i never had ear problems as like a kid or like a teenager and now all of a sudden i randomly have ear problems whatever anyway we're going to talk from the mommy perspective today and just try to see some things that we can do to keep our little ones ears feeling happy and healthy because as you know this is something that, again, really is painful for the babies and the kids. And when a kid is in pain, they're just miserable. You know, They don't have that ability to kind of just say, okay, I have a headache, all right, I just gotta push on. It's the end of the world for them. So first, I think what we should do is kind of talk about what are some of the causes for earaches and ear infections in kids and babies, okay? So for me with my babies now my kids have really not had much of an issue with this problem because I was able to identify what their issue was early on and since I have not had the problem anymore, up to this point. Um, So i'm going to be mostly sharing some things that I was doing when they were a little bit younger, Um, but these things will work for any age okay so first just had to identify some things, you know, that are really causing the problem for the child. So for me, it was actually the fact that when they were having their bottles, the milk was leaking back into the ear. So, you know, they're sucking so fast on the bottle, right? Because they're so hungry and milk is just flying everywhere and it's kind of trickling down their little cheeks and ending up right in their ear, okay? So, just that milk going in there can cause a little bit of an ear infection and I really do feel like this is something that is like really overlooked with kids you know you take the baby to the doctor oh they have an ear infection and they're like they don't really kind of help you investigate the reason why and I think as moms we really have to kind of be like kind of watching our babies kind of like every move like what makes them change and When did this happen? How long have they had this ear pain? And What did I do different? You kind of really have to be looking to catch it and then say, aha, that's what's causing this. And then you will really know the best way to treat it. But that was really the main issue for me. So if you're a new mom and you do have a baby that is maybe transitioning from breastfeeding to bottle feeding, then I would say that this is definitely something that you want to think about, you know, if they're getting the bottle leaking into their ears all the time. They are definitely going to get like a major ear infection from that and you'll see when they have one because those little hands they're swatting at their ear and it's red and they're crying all the time we feel so sorry for them. When we have to see them go through that it's it's not pleasant for mommy to see we don't want to see our babies in pain so. Pay attention for that one um so some things that you can do is instead of like letting them just completely lay down with their bottle and i know this one isn't always possible but just kind of keeping them more so propped up letting you hold them almost in the nursing position that they were used to initially and holding it for them now when they transition and they're a little bit bigger of a baby they want to hold their own bottle and stuff like that so There really isn't that much that you could do at that point, but keep an eye on it, you know, so maybe each time you're done with the bottle check the ears. And if they got a little something in them go ahead and dry them right then and there just keep the ears really dry and I feel like that helps out a lot for some kids to something that causes an ear infection when they're little like that, it's just getting too much water in the ear sometimes. And I know there's a lot of people out there that said water in the ear doesn't cause ear infections. It might not cause an infection, but I can tell you with mine, it caused some ear irritation. Something was going on up in there. And even just knowing myself, if water gets in my ears, I always have an issue, especially my left ear, for some reason, like even when I'm swimming, like that left ear, like always on fire i don't know what it is so my children could have you know inherited the same thing that if water gets in their ears too much then it's a little bit of an issue for them so that's another one so a bad time especially when they're um a little bit older when they're a newborn honestly it's really not that big of an issue because they're used to being in the water anyway okay so it you feel like it's more of an issue when they're a newborn like when you're bathing them you know with the water but it's really not it's when they become like a little bit bigger of a baby like maybe four months up to like nine months that when you know things are getting in the ear it their ears are a little bit more prone to getting irritated around that time, so that's something to keep in mind. Okay, so making sure that you know the ears are just staying dry. So I had a little, um, which I still have, it, it kind of just keeps the baby in an upright position in the tub so they're never like you know down on an incline or you have to hold them because if you're just holding them, you know, these slip or something like that and then they get some water in the ear so something that they could re- really be in a upright position in the tub seems to work best they're going to splash and do all kinds of things nothing you could do about that so just focus on what you can do which is drying the ears really good afterwards so another little tip that you could do with that what i would do when i could tell they got tons of water in their ear was i would dry them up really good with a towel and then i would go in with my blow dryer on cool to warm heat. So I get them completely dried and dressed first before I do this because, you know, I don't wanna have them, you know, I wanna get them dressed pretty quick, okay? So you don't want them to get sick or anything. So once you got them all dressed and completely dry, just go in and you wanna hold it. You don't wanna put the blow dryer really close to them. Uh, you want to put it at least like a foot away and even just that you know the pressure you know the airstream is not going to be too high so that is really bothering them and may even feel like something cool and fun for them to play with it's not a big deal and again just making sure that it's not on hot heat and most blow dryers all have those heat settings that you could adjust to make it work for you so of course you don't want it to be too hot for the baby so again just kind of a foot away and just kind of circular motions and just kind of point it at their ear a little bit and get it dry get it dry go all behind their ear and you know and i'm kind of using the towel you know at the same time make sure i got everything as much as i possibly can as dry as possible i feel like with babies with the ear infections prevention is like the biggest thing just like preventing them figuring out what can give them an ear infection and then you know preventing that with the small babies too sometimes it's just gonna happen you know certain things irritate them you know and it just happens you know it could just be too dry in your house and they're getting sinus infections and things like that so it there's so much there's so many reasons that it could be but these are just a couple common ones that i feel that people miss that i was able to identify that I want to share. So again, it was the milk leaking into the ear and water getting in the ear. Those really are, are the main two, okay? Um, so for older kids, sometimes really the reason for the ear infection is actually dehydration, okay? There's a lot of studies out there um, that coordinate dehydration with increased ear infections. So if you have an older child, make sure that they're drinking enough water. The other thing I will tell you is that when they actually do have the ear infection, flood them with water, 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 water. Because, you know, you basically just need all that water to go in there and lift out some of those impurities and toxins. And, you know, all of our blood and everything, it just all works together. So it's just telling you that you're not drinking enough. It's telling you that a little something is off, okay? So just make sure you get your child really, really hydrated. It's common in the older kids like eight, nine, 10 and up because they're doing a lot of sports, they're doing a lot of activity and they always you know, they're not as conscious about drinking water. And sometimes as moms, you know, we're busy, we might not be saying, hey, make sure you drink water. We may forget that day. Sometimes it just takes one day, you know, they're just a little too dehydrated that day. And the next thing you know, they got an ear infection. Okay, so making sure they keep hydrated all the time will prevent ear infections. And then if they do actually get an ear infection, definitely, giving them tons of water. And with an older kid, you know, there's more that you can do, of course, taking them to the doctor. You would definitely wanna take your baby to the doctor as well if they have an ear infection. But with the older kids, when you do take them to the doctor, they're able to prescribe things and things like that, that can be really helpful versus with a younger baby, you're more so at the mercy of home remedies. They really don't like to give babies a lot of medications and things like that. So um, that's why with the babies, I'm especially stressing the point of prevention. That's really kind of the key to addressing that in the smaller babies. Okay. So, some tips that you can do. Okay. First of all, the thing that I feel works great for everyone, including the small babies, is a little bit of hydrogen peroxide. And I feel like this is one of those, like, you know, maybe doctor's home remedy books, like little tips that some of the older moms were like aware of and everything. And I think this is one that actually does work. I have done it. And I'll tell you, I took just a little teeny, teeny, tiny eyedropper. I just put one drop in there. You don't want to flood that area because there's like a moisture balance. You know, if you got too much moisture in there, no matter what it is, it's just going to cause a problem because it's hard to get it dry. For me, the best thing to do with the ear infection is getting that inner ear dry, get it dry, you know, just like, that's really, for me, what has helped, okay? So I only put just one drop of the hydrogen peroxide in there and just kind of let it do its thing there's some other methods to doing this some people say you know put a couple of drops in there and let it basically foam all the way up and then tip the ear over and let it foam all out into the sink i think that could definitely work too i have not tried it that way but again there are several ways that you can use hydrogen peroxide out there for um helping ear infections and and Ear pain. So definitely go online and look those up and figure out which one would be the best one for you. Um, I'm a fan of like the one drop, maybe like three, but like definitely not more than three. That's what seems to really work for me. Okay. Another thing that you can do with smaller kids or anyone that's another natural home remedy is you can use this kind of mix. So you take some olive oil, okay, and just a little bit of garlic. Now there's a couple ways you can do this. Some people will actually saute garlic and olive oil in the pan together. What I like to do is actually take a little bit of olive oil and I got the garlic extract. Okay, it's a little bit more potent. It's a stable mixture. You know what I'm saying? It's been made in a lab. So it's really going to stay together the way it's supposed to versus, you know, you're basically just cooking it when you, you know, do it on the stove. And I feel like you're also cooking off some of the